And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Here we are again with our review of today. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews is going to take on Appaloosa. Okay. Appaloosa was directed by Ed Harris, written by Ed Harris mm-hmm. and Robert Knott, produced by Ed Harris, among other people, and starring, um... Let's see. Ed Harris? Ed Harris, yeah. Good guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> it also stars Viggo Mortensen. They play Virgil Cole and Everett Hitch. They are two good friends. They've been together for 15 years or so. They're basically lawmen that travel from place to place and tame towns. They're hired guns. They are hired by the town of Appaloosa to police the town, suffering under the rather cruel and reckless rule of a rancher named Randall Bragg, played by, of all people, Jeremy Irons. I thought he was very, very interesting. He was terrific. Everything is going along in this town Mm -hmm. just fine until the stagecoach arrives and gives us a young widow Mm -hmm. that both men, Virgil and Everett, are quite taken with. Her name is Allison French, called Allie, and she is played by, of all people, Renee Zellweger. Well, I think we have to say that the two hired guns are having quite a bit of success in the town of Appaloosa prior to Renee Zellweger showing up. Very much so, yes. They've got that town pretty much under control. But they kind of lose control when Allison French arrives. Not only is their job changed, but their friendship is strained in places right. because of Allison French, who, first of all, takes up with Virgil Cole. The Ed Harris character. Yes. You know, Les, I think that Appaloosa is a well-made traditional Western that will have a lot of appeal to traditionalists. This is a return to yesteryear in a way. And I think that that is very good and very healthy for the genre of the Western movie. The problem for me was everything was just a little bit too familiar in Appaloosa. It seemed to me that they were really going over some tired roads in this film. You have the traditional bad guy, the good guys trying to fight it out, and then you have the woman coming in between them. You have townsfolk who are scared, then turn cowardly. There's just so many of those old chestnuts going on in this movie. Well, there was certainly a piece of High Noon. There was certainly a piece of Warlock. There was certainly a piece of Gunfight at the OK Corral. It was very familiar. However, it was very, very well done, very, very well acted. especially by Harris Mortensen and Jeremy Irons, and I was accepting it as a traditional, not terribly inventive Western until they threw in the character of Alison French, played by Renee Zellweger, and that was a big problem for me, and I know it was for you because we have discussed this. Well, I think that when Zellweger comes into the film, she's supposed to perk things up. Now, I think that because Renee played it kind of like a sturdy, dusty schoolmarm with a big bun on the back of her head, right. there was very little sensuality to her, so it became impossible to believe that either one of these men would be falling over their horses for her. I mean, <laughs> you know, she was supposedly like a Delilah in the way that she could get these guys to jump through hoops, and it just wasn't happening. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. Another problem with this is that Ed Harris becomes kind of a nerd in this film the minute he sees her. He's all gosh, all shucks, 
this becomes annoying after a while. <laughs> it really does. If you look at the first 20 minutes of the picture when Harris and Mortensen are cleaning up the town, and you think this is a very, very awesome, yes. very powerful guy. Right. And he's the leader of the two. Mortensen is kind of the sidekick. Right. You are really impressed with him, and then suddenly you kind of stopped being impressed with him. Well, again, there's an awful lot of touchy-feely talk between the two men when they're discussing Allie. And frankly, I don't believe that for a second would happen in the time that this movie was supposedly taking place. I don't believe the two guys that spend most of their hours shooting and taming evil are going to sit around and talk about this pretty little girl that uh, can <laughs> bake and cook and play piano right fine and do all that stuff. It just was endless. The chit-chat, the yak yak about this Allie French. It just went overboard and I think that the movie really falters because of the way that the screenplay moves along the minute that she comes into the picture and because of the physical appearance of Ms. Zellweger, who can be darn right winsome and fabulous in the right role. This just didn't fit her very well. It didn't fit her very well, and I think that there were a lot of actresses that you could accept in this mm -hmm. film. We were talking earlier before we went on the air about Catherine Zeta-Jones playing this role. Sure. Or certainly Angelina Jolie. Well, then you would believe it. Well, then you'd believe anything. And I don't want to slam her. I don't like to slam actors. No, I'm not. I'm just saying this role wasn't a good choice for her. I think that Renee Zellweger playing this role in the film really threw everything off kilter. I want to talk for a second, though, about the acting of Viggo Mortensen. He almost steals the film because he can do more with his body just by leaning up against a doorway or onto a bar. And he's got such magnetism on the screen. I thought he was absolutely riveting. And I love Ed Harris, who's got those craggy good looks and those big blue eyes. I mean, he's very effective as this character, Virgil Cole. And he was dressed all in black all during the film, which was another plus for him. Right. But I thought the character of Everett Hitch, with Vigo playing him, was just stunning. He is the picture for me. Okay. I would have to agree with you. And because of how much I liked both Harris and Mortensen mm -hmm. and how much I enjoyed watching Jeremy Irons, who obviously had a ball <laughs> playing this role, I am going to give this a hesitant green light, mainly because I do love Westerns, and this reminds me of a whole bunch of them from my childhood. Well, I agree. It it doesn't blaze any new trails, this Appaloosa, but it does take you on an adventure that explores familiar paths and familiar heroic and evil characters. For me, though, Les, I'm going to give this a yellow light, and it's a comfortable one. It's kind of like that glowing yellow light that you see in the window in every <laughs> Western film. You got it right on the head. <laughs> it's a pleasant little gas lamp, but it's not brilliant and it's not dazzling. So a green light for me and a yellow light in the window from Ann Elder right. for Appaloosa. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.